0: Love Talk Radio.
1: Good evening and blessings, and welcome to another installment of the
2: Gist of Freedom State. This show is produced by a plain historian, educator, and author, Leslie Gist, and serves as our weekly live online discussion.
1: Hello, you've reached the July 26, 19, 2015 edition of The Just of Freedom. I am Shelley Gaines, your host tonight, and we have a very special guest. We have Speech from the famed Grammy Award winning group Arrested Development. Speech, are you on the line?
2: Yeah, I am. Can you hear me Hi. good?
1: Yes, I can. Can you hear me?
2: Good. Yeah, I can hear you just fine. I just want to make sure we were connected well. Yeah, i yes.
1: Thank you. It's so Great to hear from you and have you call in and talk about um, your over 20 years in the music game, which is is really incredible. And I know your group is still touring. You came off of a tour on uh, July 5th at the New Look Wireless Festival over in London, correct?
2: Yeah, we did. And we actually just got back in town last night, too, from a show in Washington State. Uh, We did a show on the rooftop of uh, the big casino there called uh, Squamish. I think it's called (laughs) Suquamish. That's what it was, Suquamish. Yeah. So it's cool. Just getting back. Nice to be home.
1: Oh, wonderful, wonderful. Now, tell us, um, we're going to start off with some of, you know, what's been happening with you now before we go back. Um, Are you still uh, traveling or, or with the same original members, or do you have a lot of new members within the group now?
2: A lot of new members we actually the group always had about 20 members and oh, okay. so a lot of the members that that are in it now um were around since the very beginnings or around near near there near the beginning but we could only take about six or seven members on the road with us so okay. it's cool now that we're able to sort of switch out get some people that hadn't had a chance to tour as much into the lineup so we're excited
1: great great now i know you still have new music out i know everyone wants to hear the old stuff but how has been the uh, crowd response to the new music that you that you're uh, producing now
2: it's been great i mean you know we've been blessed because first of all um we sort of mix it all together and um during our shows and the crowds, to be honest just i think there's so much passion in what we do and um I hope at least that the reason they vibe is the relevancy of what we're speaking about just stands the test of time. So I think people can't totally know what, what's new and what's old. And we also haven't really tried to follow follow the trends of sounds that are out today. We really have purposely stuck to the style and, and the, the vibe of what we initially started off with. And so, yeah, so people really respond good to it. And our, huh? our concerts are received extremely well.
1: Well, great. Well, okay, so now that you're back in the States, um, are you going to be doing more shows, more festivals? How can people get the whole Arrested Development experience?
2: Yeah, we want you to. And um, (laughs) you can go to our website, Mm -hmm. adtheband.com. A-D standing for Arrested Development and Mm theband.com. And you can check out all of our live dates coming up, and we're adding some there all the time, so you should keep coming back and checking us out. And better yet, go to our website and sign our mailing list, and we'll send you information every time we update anything.
1: Great. Oh, that's wonderful, because I know you all are huge internationally, correct?
2: We do really well, yeah. We um, tour Africa, Australia, Europe, um, Canada, um, quite a lot. You know, and Japan is probably our biggest market. So in other parts of Asia, too, we're about to do um, uh, Singapore coming up. Mm -hmm. in a couple weeks so yeah it's a lot of a lot of great places we've been able to travel and we're one of those hip-hop groups that even since the beginning um in the early 90s we were traveling the world when a lot of our peers and and people in hip-hop weren't traveling overseas a lot they were just mainly popular here so Uh we've been blessed that way
4: yeah
1: and I find too that when groups do have an international audience, the longevity is 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 easier to to keep as opposed to just having your base here in the United States. Because our fans, we're so fickle here. You know, it's like, you know, a lot of times we don't appreciate, you know, uh, you know, greatness and older groups is always the next best thing. So, I mean, what's your feeling on that? Am I, i pretty on target, or
2: you're right on point. I mean, America. <laughs> okay. Um, our only commodity, as of late, has been trends and buying things, just consume consuming new things, and so we've put a huge emphasis on the new, the new, the new, mm-hmm. and and therefore sort of throwing out the importance of things that have that have had classic um, value in our hearts, you know. So overseas, it's it's a lot of times opposite, where if you were able to make a big impact on a listener then they'll be willing to stick with you for, for a while because they want consistency as opposed to always new, always new. Mm. So, yeah, that has that's done well for us bands um, and us groups that have been able to sort of make a mark in people's hearts at some point in our career well, then they'll stick with you and see what else you got to offer, which mm-hmm. is how I am too, though, ironically. Like, you know, I love, I still love Herbie Hancock, and I love, you know, I love to hear new stuff from him all the time and same difference with any other band, so... Uh i don't know that's just the way i was raised as well but yeah
1: Mm -hmm. that's great i mean so let's so being that we talked about you know uh the early days (laughs) let's go back to uh 1988 i think that's when you all started the band is that correct
2: yeah we started in um actually 87 okay um is when uh, i put in the first member to the group his name is headliner and he was um we were at the Art Institute of Atlanta right across this popular mall here called Lennox Mall. Mm-hmm. And um, he was looking at a flyer because I put up a flyer saying I, I was looking for a DJ and he was looking at the flyer and we started talking and we really bonded and that was the beginning of, um you know, he was first member in the group and the beginning of Arrested Development. We weren't called that yet. We were called, um, I think... Disciples of a Lyrical Rebellion at that time. Oh, but boy. We,
1: the same, <laughs> yeah,
2: no. Disciples of a Lyrical Rebellion, and then after that, Secret Society, and then Arrested Development.
1: Okay. <laughs> and, and did you always have the name Speech, or does someone give you that, that name? Well, I used to be called,
2: um, I used to be a DJ, and so I used okay. to be called DJ Peach. Um, back in my okay. hometown, Milwaukee,
0: uh-huh. and
2: they called me Peach because I'm light skin and I got a big <laughs> head. And it was like, "Yo, your head looks like a peach," you know. <laughs> so I was like, "Okay, well, I like that." You know, the girls liked
0: it. I was like, "Okay, I'm gonna keep
2: that." And um, then I put an S in front of it when I started rapping
0: because uh-huh. I was like,
2: "I can't, I can't be called MC <laughs> Peach."
1: No. And um, I was
2: like, "That's not gonna work." Mm. So I just put an S in front of it, and you know, I never looked back.
1: Wonderful. That's great. So you started '87. And then in 1990, when, when did you put out that first uh, album? 92? Because I know you won yeah, the Grammy in 93. 92, okay. Yep, 92, so we put out that album. You put out three years, five months, two days, end of the life. That has now, what, a quadruple platinum status? Yeah. Yeah,
2: yeah, about, yeah about, about pretty about incredible. worldwide. Yeah. yeah,
1: pretty incredible. So how did that change your life?
2: It was, um, gosh, I mean, it literally was a detour. Like my life prior to that, it's almost like A D or B C A D with with Jesus. It was like that for three years, five months, two days for us. Um, mm-hmm. Everything changed. I mean, we were on one course, and then that album happened, and it's never we've never looked back. And uh, that's been it's been a weird journey to some extent um, because you know most bands have many albums to sort of get their vibe straight, get their you know, fan base Mm
0: -hmm. together.
2: And we, we did it the opposite. Our first album was huge. We had a huge fan base. And then we had many albums to try to find our way after that and lost some fans and gained some back and just, just really finding our way musically. So it was an interesting um, journey for us, but I'm grateful for it because if it wasn't for that first album, I probably wouldn't talk to you right now and wouldn't be doing none of the gigs that we do to the, to the bigness that they are, you know, mm-hmm. so it's really, it's a blessing. I have no regrets.
1: That's wonderful. And I, and I have to just ask you, because during that timeframe, if people don't realize gangster rap was really prominent. I mean, what you all did was kind of revolutionary. Like what made you like say, okay, I'm going to buck the system and this is what we're going to do. And then we're going to get played on the radio and we're going to be, we're going to have a massive hit.
2: Well, you know, it's it's honestly um, a passion-driven thing. First mm-hmm. of all, I'll give you a little background about where I'm from. My mom is the owner of a black newspaper called the Milwaukee Community Journal. In fact, oh. it's the largest black newspaper in Wisconsin. Okay. And every morning my mom and dad and my family would sit down at the breakfast table and talk about black issues. We would talk about what's going on in our community, how we solve issues, what, what are the mm-hmm. issues. So these things I grew up with. And mm-hmm. then – on the on the other side of that too i was raised in milwaukee and milwaukee is a very um divided city as far as race is concerned the blacks are primarily in uh, poverty and underprivileged under um the opportunities are low and so it was a very um stark contrast between white and black in milwaukee and so okay. seeing that on a daily basis i think there was a um a very real, a very real energy of um, wow, there's some inconsistencies and injustices in this world, and I couldn't ignore them. like mm-hmm. I live in Atlanta now, and you can there's some times that you don't have to see that because Atlanta there's so many um, successful uh, entrepreneurs, black businesses, mm-hmm. black people, families, but in mm-hmm. Milwaukee it wasn't that way, and so there was a lot of um, sort of stark contrast, and it helped me to see the importance. Of writing lyrics that can bring about change, because mm-hmm. I saw the pain so uh up front and in my face, you know? uh-huh. so I think that that was probably one of the biggest contributors, and we knew we wanted to be a band that um brought solutions because we love hip hop music and mm-hmm. a lot of records, you know, even some of the gangster stuff like n w a and mm-hmm. you know they had records like after the police and stuff, and it was right. like, well, you knew that there was a reason they wrote that, and when they mm-hmm. wrote about you know, gang violence, that they were sort of um, spreading news about what was going on in the West Coast, that if you didn't live in the West Coast, you would never know that these things were taking place. And so Mm -hmm. at first I think that even gangster Rap had sort of a a service to it. And then after a while, though, it became uh, a caricature of itself where it was just sort of um, really just celebrating degrading images as opposed to showing and letting people know that these things exist. It started to uh, become a caricature of itself and it Mm -hmm. wasn't as positive and it wasn't, it wasn't offering a solution anymore in our Mm -hmm. opinion. So we wanted to make music that offered some more solutions and also showed more diversity of our image because I also started to see um, ourselves victimizing ourselves in in the Mm -hmm. ways that in earlier days, um, whites in this country would do to us, where they would put in, uh, in, in media presentations of us just extremely degrading images of us being lazy or us being ignorant or, or uneducated and so on and so forth. And then the rap music started to feel similar to that. And I was mm-hmm. really uh, wanting to show a different energy in our band. And uh, so that was something that I was really determined to
1: do. Okay. Yeah. And like I said, and so you go down to Atlanta you start this group I mean you all come out like I mean what was the earlier response because I remember I was like who are these what (laughs) like
0: what what kind of (laughs) black
1: folks are (laughs) these it was brand new I'll be honest with you I was you know I I get you yes so was that the majority of the of, of the feedback you were getting and then you just you know you just forged ahead and People like to just were forced to listen to the music and really appreciate your your individuality and your you know your progressiveness as far as being different.
2: Yeah, definitely. And we we really, especially I remember myself having to really be um, pigheaded and and just knuckleheaded about sticking to the chart, you mm-hmm. know, charting to this course
1: right. because
2: you know I knew that again, our images had sort of had um, a certain bandwidth. It didn't really go beyond that. And I wanted us to um, to go further, and at least I wanted our band to be a representation of going a little further and pushing those boundaries.
0: Mm-hmm. And so,
2: yeah, we purposely did a lot of things to try to um, widen the diversity. And also I'm a big believer in Pan-Africanism and I'm a big believer in the the African diaspora and that mm-hmm. as a people we have more power when we connect with our with our brothers and sisters throughout the world. And so I really wanted to show some imagery that better related to what we're going through around the world. And so a lot of our rural imagery um, was on purpose being in Africa. It's yeah. a lot of mm-hmm. a lot of rural realities, people still mm-hmm. planting, people still raising, you know, farm animals and crops mm-hmm. and things of that nature in the islands. A lot of that is true too. So it's like mm-hmm. we wanted to try to tie an image together that just wasn't the, the fences and the basketball courts and the urban, the urban epicenters, you know, we wanted to bring something that was a little bit more worldwide. And a lot of right. us were struggling worldwide and uh, uh-huh. very different than the American experience. So we wanted yes. to try to bring some of that energy to hip hop and the rule before it was called dirty South. We wanted to bring that dirty South energy.
1: Yeah. But, right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: You know what I'm saying? So a lot of, a lot of, um, you know, at that time, most music was coming from the West Coast or the right. East Coast, and uh, right. there wasn't a lot of love for the South at
1: that time. But that's very true. Now, and in, in that process, you know, there's always been struggles with, you know, like the use of the N-word, who can use the N-word. I mean, I don't recall too much of that in your music. Am I correct in that? Or
2: We used it a little bit, but for, like, for the song, um, People Every Day, mm-hmm. I used it. And I, I was real purposeful, and how I used it, because my philosophy is that, you know, there's different mindsets within our community, and I feel Mm -hmm. like um, we need to sort of challenge each other to get to the the higher levels of of our consciousness. And so Mm -hmm. in that song, there was the nigga, and this was the person that was in oppression but was wallowing in oppression. Mm -hmm. And then you had the African, who, whether it came from Africa or not, it's just more so understanding our ancestry, also an oppression, but trying to get out of that oppression. And then, mm-hmm. then there was, so in that song, people every day, there's this, there's this um, sort of clash between the two mentalities that's being described throughout the song. And it's talk about me being in a park and, you know, some dudes that got a nigga mentality yeah. is messing mm-hmm. with my girl and, and then all of this stuff. So it sort of goes into this very real-life situation, you know, mm-hmm. where... It's tough to sort of marry those two things together. Even though you want to be united, it's tough to marry um, mentalities that are far apart from each other, especially if you don't have respect, you know, if there's not a respect there. So, you know, that's what the song is sort of talking about. So I use the word in that sense, you know, talking about, um, you know, an African beating Mm -hmm. up a nigga type thing. And it goes on and on. But, uh, yeah, so, yeah, it's, it's sort of purposeful, though.
1: Yeah, so just the random use, you're not really pro that. No, no, I
2: haven't been for quite a while. I mean, I mean, I, over the years, I guess over the twenty five, twenty three 23-year uh, career, it's probably been about two or three records where
0: mm-hmm.
2: I've um, used the word. But most of the time okay. I don't.
1: Okay, all right. And then also, um, now tell me about Vegabon Productions. What made you want to start that production company and – you know, I guess they, I know they release a lot of your uh, current music, and yeah, do you have artists that you have under the that production company also. Just yeah, tell us a little bit about that.
2: I love to. Yeah, Vagabond is um, was really a a brainchild of m- me and my mom back when Arrested Development first started doing well, mm-hmm. and we were making more money than. I'd ever made in my life, and anyone in my family had ever made. But my family Mm -hmm. comes from an entrepreneurial background. So Mm
0: -hmm.
2: my mom and my dad both moved down south from Milwaukee and wanted to help out. And so I started this company, Vagabond. And the whole reason we named it Vagabond was just how much of a a non-stable guy I am musically. Like, I like to do singing stuff. I like to do hip hop. I like to do blues, folk. I mean, you name mm-hmm. it. I'm going all over the place musically. And so we mm-hmm. called it Vagabond Productions. And the mm-hmm. groups that I tend to like are the same way. I mean, the stuff that I sign is usually people that are breaking the mold in some way or another. So we called it Vagabond. And Vagabond has actually been through a lot over the years because when the company first started, it was really just a business hub for Arrested Development. But then, when the rest of development went on hiatus for five years,
0: mm-hmm. it became
2: a business hub for my solo career, which did really well in Japan.
0: Mm-hmm. And I had
2: five hit albums in Japan, back to oh, back, nice. top 10 hits. And so it was a lot of big tours, a lot of production, a lot of things going on. Mm-hmm. So Vagabond back handled back that. Back. But at the same time, we were the first to bring um, really um, acts that would now become household names, we were the first to bring them to Atlanta. So, like Outkast, Goody Mom. Um, Guru and Gangstar, uh, Erykah Badu, Queen Latifah, um, you know, we would bring these types of bands to Atlanta oh, and okay. uh, and expose people to them, the mm-hmm. Fugees, Lauryn Hill, you know, so it was, it was a very cool, like, eclectic company that also brought some of the best uh, concerts to the Atlanta area,
0: mm-hmm. and
2: um, so that's what Vagabond also was, so it's, it's been that and then, of course, the music with the rest of the development, myself, and some other acts that we've signed over the years. So, yeah, it's been an incredible journey with Vagabond.
1: Okay. All right. Now, my producer has wants us to um, introduce. Do you have a song called Up that's out now?
2: Yeah, it's not out yet. So, you guys will be um, premiering it for people to hear. That song okay. is. Um, produced by K.O. Cates, who's uh, an incredible producer. He produced T.I., that song, Why You Want to Go and Do That. He produced, um, you know, some stuff for R. Kelly and for Lil' Kim and Snoop and a lot of people. But him and uh, the group uh, got together and we did a song. And really it was talking about how both of our experiences was that, you know, in today's times, we have sort of hit a place where uh, we're not even talking about advancing as a people as much as we used to. And so the song mm-hmm. is just saying we really got to get up again and like go upwards in our consciousness and what we're um, striving to accomplish as a people. And mm-hmm. lately it's been more about individualism where sure you're, you know, one person is trying to get up and, and be rich and be famous or whatever, but it's it's rare that people are talking about, no, let's all try to lift each other up. So that's yeah. what the song is, is okay. Uh, about.
1: Okay. So it should be coming up now. <laughs> there it is. That's, That's it. it. Uh-huh. That's it. So we're going to That's listen it. to Arrested Development's new song, Calls Up.
5: To reach back to the lower class and make them keep it up a crust. up,
2: Yeah,
1: I love it. I you love definitely. it. Isn't Fabulous. that a great
2: track? It's great. It is it's great.
1: Wonderful. So radio friendly. I yeah. mean, I can definitely see that being played like now on yeah. the radio.
2: Yeah, definitely. We're we're you just you just premiered it, so you just did the world premiere. Oh,
1: thank um, you so much. We're so honored. Yeah, great. No song. doubt about it. Exclusive. Thank you. Great song, great song. I much success with that. I think I think you got thank a winner you. again.
2: <laughs> thank you, thank yeah. you. We appreciate it.
1: Yes. Oh my goodness. Are you all just as excited about it too?
2: Without a question. In fact, it's funny because you world premiered it for the American Artist. We did it. We never released it as a record yet. We're going to release it in a couple of weeks, but. Before that, we performed it just to see how the crowd would respond to it. Mm. So we performed it in Australia, New Zealand, and Japan
0: mm-hmm. at all of
2: our shows last year
0: mm-hmm. and uh, at the
2: end of last year. And we just were trying to see how people felt about it. And it's right. going to be part of the video. You'll see the response. I mean, the crowd just, you know, during the course and everything, putting their fingers up and just thousands of people putting their fingers up. It's yes, just, It's great. It's a good vibe. It's a, good it's vibe. a we're really great
1: vibe. Great vibe. Great hook. I'm loving that Thank hook. You. Your, your 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 rap your, amazing thank you <laughs> amazing thank you. yeah we we're, yeah. we're putting it down very exciting very exciting oh I'm I'm so happy I'm like I lost tr- <laughs> my train of thought like up up <laughs> <That's great>. <laughs> <laughs> wow you guys got some great music coming out i love yeah, I it, about it. Yeah, i love awesome. it okay so um now let me see. you said you went solo for a while. What was that experience yeah. like?
2: It was it was scary at first because um arrest development's such a big group and we have a lot of fun as a band. Mm-hmm. And when I first went solo, I mean I was I was always the lead rhymer in the group but I never right. was big time on singing. And back when I first went solo it was in ninety six. This is before Lauryn Hill, this is before mm-hmm. Drake, this was okay. before a lot of um you know, rhymers that would end up singing a lot, you know. Mm-hmm. And so it just was a very different atmosphere where at the time it was sort of against the law to <laughs> sing and rhyme at the same time. Nobody was doing that. So okay. you know, it was really scary. And um mm-hmm. but obviously, you know, I got used to it. I got in my skin and you know and just, just did what I do and
1: mm-hmm. it turned
2: out really well. It was but it was a scary thing at first.
1: Yeah. Wow. Well, I mean, you were a hit in Japan. I mean, can can we hear any of your solo stuff? Is is it online or?
2: Definitely. You know, yeah, you yes? should. Okay. In, in fact, um, go to speechmusic.com okay. and um, you'll see a young thinner me
0: on that site. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I
2: kept the thin picture up. I'm still dreaming if I can get back to that way. But um, nonetheless, it's cool because um, it's got all of uh, my solo material, a lot of uh, great, great you know, joints for everybody. And of course it's on iTunes, you can pick up some of the solo material. But yeah, it did really well. Like I said, each record that I released over there was top ten and mm-hmm. uh, you know, one of them went gold, the other well, two went gold and the others were very close to gold. And so mm-hmm. a lot of love in Japan and I love mm-hmm. the Japanese culture.
1: It's a yeah. great place. Well it's obvious yeah. they love you too. So <laughs> Yeah, they do.
2: They do. They've been very good to me. Very good.
1: <laughs> That's great. And then let's see. Now, also, you you all did Revolution for the uh, Malcolm X movie. Spike Lee commissioned you to do a song. Yeah, absolutely.
2: Um, yeah. One of the highlights of my life.
1: Um, yes, yeah, good. Well, Spike
2: okay. Lee, I'm I'm a big fan of Spike Lee. I mean, when mm-hmm. he when he first did, she's got to have it. I was mm-hmm. I was I love that. And then he did, mm-hmm. you know, all the other tracks. I mean, all the other movies. And you know, his social consciousness, his awareness was something desperately needed in our world and, and, um, in black life. And, mm-hmm. you know, so I was always an ad, um, a, a person that admired him. And so anyway, we were at a club in, um, New York called sweet James. Um, uh, the last poets were opening up for us and mm-hmm. who do I see in our dressing room coming back to our dressing room, Spike Lee, Lee, Spike Lee,
0: mm-hmm. and
2: you know, he's, like, man, you, we got to do something together, Steve, we got to do something. I'm like, dude, mm-hmm. if you say the word, and we'll mm-hmm. stop everything. We'll stop touring, we'll stop recording in order to get to where we need to get to to do something with you. And right. so initially, he asked me to do um, a song for um, what he was going to call The Love Supreme, which was, which was going to be a movie about uh, John Coltrane. Mm-hmm. And he ended up doing um, Mo' Better Blues instead. Right. Mm-hmm. And then he did uh, Malcolm X. And so I think, you know, it's funny because Chuck D, legendary Chuck D from Public mm-hmm. Enemy, um, was asked to do the Malcolm X um, soundtrack score, and Chuck and them couldn't do it for some reason or another, and Chuck said, you know who you should get? You should get a rest of development to do that. And so we got the gig from, mm. you know, Chuck D turning it down and Public yeah. Enemy turned it down, and it was amazing. I was very grateful. And I never knew Chuck did that for me until this year. He actually told me. He said, you know what?
1: Wow. Okay. Yes.
2: Yeah. He, he called me and talked to me about that. I was like, are you kidding me? You got me that? He's like, "Yes, yeah, <laughs> I got you that. I was like, that's oh. amazing. So I was always grateful to, to have the honor of doing it. You mm-hmm. know, Dinsdale Washington is one of the best actors of all time. Yes. And uh, he did an excellent job on that film. And mm-hmm. uh, Rita Franklin, and I had the honor of doing, um, of sharing the, the credits, the credit score with her. So it was nice. Arrested Development, Revolution, in Her. So it was just nice. absolutely amazing.
1: Mm, that is a highlight. So, so tell it me, so, what are some of the highlights? The music, the the musical highlights in your life.
2: Well, for me personally, Tennessee has to be number one because, okay. um, you know, I I grew up in Milwaukee, but I spent all my summers in Tennessee, and mm-hmm. a very small rural town called Ripley, Tennessee, and. Uh, probably about 2,000 people in that town. Uh, actually, it wasn't even Ripley, Tennessee, which was a little bigger. It was Hennings, Tennessee, which is outside of Ripley. And all, anyway, very rural. I'm talking about well water and outhouses. Oh, and
0: wow.
2: No electricity, that type of rural.
0: Ooh, okay. And I loved
2: it. I loved it. Whoa. I spent my time there with my grandma. Mm-hmm. And when she passed away, we all went to her funeral, and my whole family went there, and we celebrated her life. And mm-hmm. my dad, which is, it was his mom, was there. and and then we all left there with just a, a sense of new purpose. And um, six, seven days later, my brother, my only brother, my only blood brother, Terry, died as well of a heart oh. attack. He was really young. He was in his 20s. Oh, 20.
1: sorry. And
2: so that. in one week's time, you know, losing my mm-hmm. grandmother, losing mm-hmm. my brother,
1: mm-hmm.
2: um, I wrote the song Tennessee because it was the last place that I saw both of them.
1: Oh. And
2: um, so that song, it's a sad story behind it, but – the song being a hit, it was our first single and the chorus meaning so much to us, but also to the world. I mean, take me to another place, Mm -hmm. help me understand your plan. These were, that song was like a prayer. And it was a song that will forever mean the world to me because of the people that I lost and, and celebrate in that song. And because that song, was the world to Arrested Development? It was mm-hmm. the reason we got to know the whole world. with that okay. song?
1: So wonderful.
2: Um, yeah, that's always going to be my highlight.
1: Yeah. Okay. That's that's it. Just this, this Tennessee out of all, twenty years? No,
2: no. I mean, gosh, <laughs> out of twenty years, it's too many to mention. But that's one of them. I'll tell okay. you one other one that I can. Okay. Add, that is when when I did um when when Arrested Development was doing this tour called Lollapalooza. It was a wor- It was a nationwide mm-hmm. tour. Mm-hmm. And. Now it's only in Chicago, but at that time, it was about 20,000 people per show, and it was throughout the nation. It was incredible, Mm -hmm. and it was us and some huge rock bands, uh, Raging Against the Machine and, you know, Soundgarden and so many Primus and so many others, and so Fishbone. So, long story short, we were doing that tour, and um, we had the opportunity to do my hometown, Milwaukee. and. So we did our show earlier than usual in Denver, Colorado, and then we flew in a private jet, my first and only time riding a private jet. And we had a private jet. We had a ball in the air and a lot of cool, um, you know, stewardesses and just hanging out and the band was just having a ball. And, and then we got to Milwaukee and we had police escorts to uh, get us from the private airport to the stage. And we were rocking the biggest stage in Wisconsin. It was called—it's still there but it's called the uh, Lakewood Amphitheater. I mean, uh, Lakefront Amphitheater. Mm -hmm. And 20,000 people were there sold out. And it was just that type of baller move. You know, it's the ones that when before you're ever famous, you dream of this, like the police sports, the the paparazzi, (laughs) the fans, the private jet, just that experience. And when we Uh got to Milwaukee, we landed and literally got the police to take us straight to the stage because we were running late. And so, the moment we got to the venue, we literally went straight on stage. And that's just as ball as it gets. I mean, it just was twenty thousand screaming fans. Everybody from my past was there. Everybody that knew me oh. as DJ Peach was there. My wow. teachers were there. My family. <laughs> so, you know, it was just it was just that thing that, that, that I'm nice. so grateful to God that I had the, the opportunity that probably only one percent of the world ever get a chance to to yeah. witness that. And and I was one of that one percent in that sense. So I was really grateful for that opportunity. And of course the whole band witnessed it. But for me, it was very personal because it was my hometown.
1: Absolutely, There's nothing like coming home. Coming home, the hometown hero, right?
2: Yeah, exactly right. Yeah. <laughs> he <died. I> was <laughs> least expected to make it, but he made it <laughs> with his band and his, you know, and we're rocking all of our hits and, and everything. And of course, uh-huh. one other time was Nelson Mandela, and us. Um, uh-huh. Arrested okay. Development donated money to the ANC, the African National Congress, in uh, uh-huh. South Africa, and this was right after apartheid had ended. It was right okay. when. Mr. Nelson Mandela was president of South Africa, and so Mm
0: -hmm.
2: it was a very nervous and scary time for the people of South Africa. We went there to do a few things. One was to donate money to the ANC. The -hmm. other was to shoot a music video for our song "United Front," Mm -hmm. and um, and and also to to meet Mr. Nelson Mandela. And so we had a chance to do all of those things, Mm -hmm. and it was to say the least, um, one of the highlights of my whole life. Just What absolutely. was it like
1: meeting him? I said that was the one person who I ever met who I would just like, it would like blow my mind. What was it like meeting him?
2: It was mind-blowing, and I'll tell you yeah. why, because it was the first time in my life ever that I saw a president where the people not only respected him, but he was their hero. It's one mm-hmm. thing. Like, we all respect probably any president that becomes in mm-hmm. office, at least if you meet him in person, there's a certain respect there, right. a certain reverence that you'll give to that person just mm-hmm. by means of it being a president. But mm-hmm. with Nelson Mandela, he was way more than a president. He was mm-hmm. literally the people's choice. He was the people's hero. He was the man that went through and suffered the most of all yes. the people. And for that reason alone, he was almost like saint status. And Yeah. Um, and so it was just way beyond just a person of influence and an incredible character, but a person that literally, um, because of his suffering, in my opinion,
0: mm-hmm. became
2: something like a saint to people and
0: yeah. and and
2: to me. And so, yeah, it was it was absolutely amazing, you know, just just truly amazing.
1: That's you know, you have great stories.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. they, you they have some line. great. I tell you, I mean, I could go on with this. I mean, that this. Those those are some fabulous stories there, and, and I know you wrote a book too in two thousand nine. What is success? Correct?
2: Yeah, exactly. Okay. Uh, what is success?
1: Okay. Well, so, I, always, I always feel like oh, go ahead. No, I'm, I'm waiting to. I want you to tell us what is success.
2: Yeah, well, um, I feel like all of us have a book inside of us. All of us mm-hmm. have uh, a story to tell, and. And so that's for anybody listening to my, my advice to you is to try to find out what you have to tell because all of us have such a unique truth to our, to our life and our journey. And so I wanted to make sure I wrote a book before I died, and I'm pretty young, so I, I wanted mm-hmm. to do that sooner than later. And I wrote the book because having had the success of of His Element, mm-hmm. I became a Christian in 1996, December 8th. And mm. um, following Jesus, and then learning about his sacrifice, his sort of um, decision to leave the world and leave all the material possessions of the world and all mm-hmm. the sort of trappings of the world behind and to, to really follow God and his purpose and to um, be obedient to a heavenly master and a heavenly citizenship,
0: mm-hmm. Th-
2: that whole concept was very opposite of what, the music industry teaches you and the entertainment Absolutely. industry, teaches you. you know, and it teaches you, you know, success is how many records you sell or uh-huh. how big you are in this particular realm or whatever realm you're in in the entertainment world. And so there was this conflict and I wanted to uh-huh. try to find out, well, what is success? Because uh-huh. if it's not your money, if it's not how many records you sell, which so many people sort of chalk it up as those things, uh-huh. then what is it, Jesus? And so I started to study out scripture, pray about it. And I decided to do, quiet times of about an hour or two every morning for about six months, and the result of all those quiet times would be this book. And um, it was an incredible journey because I started to really reflect on what success is, and Mm -hmm. I'm not going to give the answer away. You'd have to, you know, you probably already (laughs) – looked at the book, but your, your viewers or uh, listeners would <laughs> have to go get the book.
1: But you can oh. get it at
2: speechmusic.com or okay. referencedevelopmentmusic.com but,
1: uh-huh.
2: or on Amazon. You can get it, too. Okay. But it's done extremely well, and the book has been a huge success. And um, I share a lot of my personal stories in the industry, but I also share um, biblical revelation about
0: right. success
2: and how God views success. And I think it's an important book for anybody, whether they're an entertainer, uh-huh. Or they're a business person, or an entrepreneur, just to understand what God determines uh, success as while we live this earthly journey. Uh, for those that are believers,
1: yeah, because because I, I believe you're married, correct? Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay, so um, so my my thing is, you know, how you you know you you marry your spirituality with. Um, the music industry, which is almost like the devil. <laughs> right. right <that's> true. <laughs> and that's true. you know, and 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 you're, you know, the fact that you're married and I believe you have children. I mean how do you yep. Yeah, how do you like maintain, you know, the whole spiritual base with so much going on out there? I,
2: I think that's a great question. And the book definitely addresses a lot of that. But what what I would say is you have to make a decision that God has a wide bandwidth of things that you can do that he's actually proud of and he's excited about and he will bless if you follow him. And because I think the temptation for people is that if I do it God's way, I'll be hampered. I'll, I'll have um, very little bandwidth that I can move around in. And if I do it the world's way, then I have so much more bandwidth. And so um, this book teaches people about the surrender to God and the things that he does bless, which is a lot. I mean, he really blesses a lot of things, and you have to make that decision to be surrendered to him and yet to go after your dreams based on the wish that he gives us. And so um, it is is an interesting journey in this earth because, Mm -hmm. again, I mean, the earth... When you look at Scripture and what the Bible teaches about our journey here is that we're not supposed to get too comfortable here as human beings, that this was not meant to be our beginning and end. It was only meant to be a beginning and a partial part of our journey, and actually in the, the big scheme of things, a very small part of our journey. And mm-hmm. the rest of it is in heaven with God. And so when you think of it in that way, then our success here means a lot less than what many people um put the emphasis on when they're not thinking eternally and they're just thinking earth. And so God gives us a lot of great things we can do here, but he also will make sure that we um, don't get too comfortable here to some extent. He will make us um, realize the difference between being a godly person and a person that thinks of heaven and Mm -hmm. being a worldly person and a person that only thinks of um, pleasures of this earth and the things Mm -hmm. that this earth can give you. So it's, it's, but it's exciting. It's an exciting book because it does uh, help you to think eternally instead of just uh, temporarily, temporary successes.
1: I tell you, you are so interesting, Speech. I mean, <laughs> I can listen to you. I'm sitting here. I'm like, I, I know I've got to wrap this up, but I can listen, <laughs> I can listen to you. I'm like, you. Are, wow, what a life, what just a philosophy. What a, wow, just incredible. But I just oh, have to ask you. you this now. What artists do you like out there now? Like I know you love Herbie Hancock, but like some yeah, of the new, yeah, but some of the new stuff that's out there that might be you know that might be getting some airplay now, who do you like? Sure.
2: yeah, I like a lot of artists, I'm really a big fan of music. I love the Kids with Lamar new album
1: mm-hmm.
2: um, I love uh Drake's stuff in general i love mm-hmm. um I listen to Rick Ross' stuff, I listen to jay z as far as okay. hip hop stuff is concerned, mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. and it's
2: funny because you know. Other than that, I love Brazilian music. Um, Mm -hmm. There's a woman named Flavia out of Brazil that I absolutely adore music. And, uh, in fact, she asked me to do a uh, a collaboration with her, so I did one. And there's a band called Yoshida Brothers out of Japan that I love. And they, them and I did a collaboration together, too, that's Mm -hmm. coming out. So there's a lot of things that I really love um, musically. I I absolutely adore jazz music, Mm -hmm. Um, but... You know, not unfortunately, but that's a lot of the older stuff. I love the whole Blue Note uh, series of music Mm -hmm. that came out during the 60s and 70s. -hmm. Um, But I love, you know, I I love pretty much anything, like even some of the more contemporary hip-hop, like Meek Mills or something more, Mm -hmm. Um, you know, Nicki Minaj. I still can can, uh, appreciate it and love it to some extent or another. You know, I can can get into it to some extent. Even Mm -hmm. at the same time, like, when i split my mind in two i can enjoy the the things i love about it and uh-huh. abhor like the things that i don't love about it the things okay. that i feel it is perpetuating and so i can i can think um analytically about it at mm-hmm. the same time enjoy it you know mm-hmm. for what it is
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. that's great that's great you're not you know you're not sitting up here being a a, a snob and just <laughs> denouncing
6: no, not at all. everything not at all. new that's... like a
1: lot of the older artists do sometimes
2: <laughs> no not at all the fact that uh-huh. we did when we did the wireless festival in london you mentioned it earlier we did it um on stage on the same stage uh not the same stage but the same festival was um vicky minaj uh-huh. um you know childish gambino um Kendrick Lamar, so there's a lot, you know, David Guetta, a lot of different uh-huh. artists that are doing extremely well right now. We're all on the same uh, festival with us, so um, same stage as us, us mm-hmm. with even Sierra, who was a just a beautiful person to meet and, and mm-hmm. get to know. And so, you know, a lot of a lot of people, you know, just um, I don't know how to pronounce the name, but maybe it's uh, Ray Schrumer, I think it is. But uh, that band was cool too. They were very nice. They help me charge my phone. <laughs> so okay. It was cool. Okay. Like a lot of great experiences with a lot of the new the new acts that are out right now. Good. You
1: know. Good. Yeah. Okay. So we want to give everybody, um, again, all the information on how to find out when you guys are are, are where you're touring in the US and how to, you know, find out uh Basically, you know, your website information, we want to give all that again so that people can, you know, um, definitely look you all up. Because I am. I, I've got I've to come see a show because I need, oh, to, yeah, see, I need to see, see Up performed live. So I, I, I need yes, to. Yes, definitely. I, <laughs> so give all the information again, please, speech.
2: Yeah, it's real simple. Go to okay. adtheband.com. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And everything's ADTheBand. So please follow okay. us on Instagram. All the listeners go to Instagram look up ad the band and follow Mm -hmm. us right now and then go to facebook it's the rest of development on facebook Mm -hmm. it's um ad the band on pinterest you can go there Mm
0: -hmm. and of
2: course our website is adtheband.com and go to the bottom of the front page of our website and sign up our our mailing list and -hmm. we'll send you all the places where we're performing and i really encourage people to go see our show like if you've never seen our show make sure to see it you know um we probably won't tour forever, so you want to make sure you go ahead and see it and see what we're about and feel us live and, um, and then of course, get our new single Up, which is coming out in two weeks. We're mm-hmm. very excited about it. Oh, one more thing I forgot to say
0: mm-hmm. is
2: anybody familiar with this franchise called TED Talk, I did a TEDx um, talk um, about a month ago, and it's coming out in two weeks as well. So we're doing a lot of push for these things, and um, okay. definitely check all of this stuff out.
1: Okay, great. I'm just curious, have you ever done the Essence Festival? Have you ever?
2: We did Essence. We did Essence uh, about okay. three or four years ago, I think it was. Okay, and, uh, okay. And we did, I think it's called the Coca-Cola um, Room or something like that, but it was great. Okay. We did a, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, we did do the Essence Festival, which was he a did. dream come true for us. I'm a big fan of the Essence Magazine since I was younger and um, even before Arrested Development came out. So that was always something we wanted to do. And we did that, and we did the Tom Joyner Family Reunion, we did right. Tom Joyner, um, sh a cruise as well, a number okay. of times. So we've done a few really cool things
1: okay. uh, in America. Good, good. All right. Well, I tell you, it has been such a pleasure, Speech. And I wanted to find out from you—is it okay if we end the show with the song Up again? Because we just love it. Is that all right? Oh,
2: definitely, yeah. Please okay. you can play it every.
1: Well I just this definitely. is oh, great. Well, this is Shelly Gaines. We're gonna end this segment of the Gifts of Freedom with speech from Arrested Development who was a fabulous, fabulous guest. Thank you so much for blessing us with all your knowledge and just your time. We really appreciate it, speech.
2: Thank you so much, Shelly. I appreciate it.
1: Okay. All right then. And then we're finish ending the show with up. People enjoy this song. Get the the, we want airplay on this because it is a great new song from Arrested Development. Good night, everyone.
7: Trying to get up from this power nap, i only been sleep for 30 minutes. My son is hopping on me, saying they want Captain Crunch. They mama want to get her hair done. She'll be back after lunch. Okay, okay, all right, all right. I'm up, let's get some breakfast. I sit down on the couch to think a minute. The kids come in, so I cut the TV on and see what's on. My wife recorded episodes on TV. Let's see what's up with my people. Bad girl club. Women in the house getting drunk, fighting, fussing and busting it open. Had to change the channel, but this little Kevin was scoping. We could watch something better, I'm hoping. So I turned the channel over to Real Housewives. to live comfortable. Whatever happened to being like Claire hustle. Virtually I could love myself to escape the mayhem. So many unhappy with the bodies that God gave them. Silicone stick it up, no job pots, it's like getting new shoes How you keep it true? Look in the mirror and it ain't you Hypnotized by perception, monkey see, monkey do Being married was the group to keeping our families together But now with distorted divorce, is common as ever And I'm not being modest when I tell you you're a goddess A queen straight away from a throne, look what it got us As man, we hate to admit it, but we're stranded without you We act grown, but a good woman is our backbone
5: they crumble into pieces i'm not i'm not i'm not happy about it they know that i was on the path with them just a second ago we were inseparable then i dropped out it i wish they followed the same path as me what used to be effed up is now just you be in every way i'm defying the gravity and i'm flying like the burden i used to on the curb, chilling hard around the way and had the babies on the way. Had the ladies with the purse open begging for the babe because they had to open legs and rose to abortions courtesy of me. I used to be sleek, now so you be. A soul full of bankrupt, so loose leaf. Ooh, la,
7: la, I we, we, I say Muhammad Ali.
5: Yo, I made the uppercut, up, but on the up and up, I got much further to go to where my dough is up and up. Keep it up, keep it up. in the sky, it's a bird, it's a plane, AD came in this game and said it's not a game at all, we not into games at all and we not into fame at all, made our own lane, all grown up inside a mall, when you gon' grow up and really own up to it all, used to be just a rebel without a cause Breaking so many laws with my mind out in my drawers Now I'm raising two kids, I'm defined by the car Like a car, my engine too, revved up to stall Some trying so hard to be down, but it can't hold up So we move it on up, they calling this uppity Like we up cause of luck, they don't understand Getting away off, they stuck Who in here's down, we're getting on up My people are down, so I can never shut up For those up to it, it's all up to us To reach back to the lower class and make them hey, keep it up a crust for being
8: there was a video game To teach you your ancestors' name I wish there was a phone number Like one 800 Save your brother I'm thankful for the radio station Not afraid to put the truth in rotation but There was certain information that you can only get in conversation with young people But talk to old people it would make a sound. Young people all around, yes yeah, so it would. And if old people would talk to young people, it would make a sound. Young people all around, as it would. Yeah, yeah. We went from radio to TV, now we're going from LP to CD. Don't be afraid to try something new. The people all around. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The Republican people would talk to Democratic people. It would make us diplomatic people <laughs> all around.
5: Tennessee 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 Tennessee, Tennessee, Tennessee 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 Lord, I've really been real stressed Down and out, losing drugs Although I am black and brown Problems got me pessimistic Brothers and sisters keep messing up Why does it have to be so damn tough? I don't know where I can go To let these ghosts out of my skulls My grandma passed, my brother's gone I never at once felt so alone I know you're supposed to be my steering wheel Not just my spare tire But Lord, I ask you To be my guide and force the truth For some strange reason it had to be He guided me to Tennessee Take me to another Lord, it's obvious we got a relationship. Talking to each other every night and day, although you're superior over me. We talk to each other in a friendship way. Then out of nowhere, you tell me to break. Out of the country and into more countries, past Osbourn. Into rivers where the ghost of childhood haunts me Walk the road, my forefathers walk Climb the trees, my forefathers climbed. from Past those trees for all their wisdom They tell me, my ears are so young Go back to whence you came. My family tree, my family life For some strange reason it had to be He guided me to Tennessee Take me to a Down to Holly Springs. Raza and Baba, they went down
8: to Peace Street. Headliner, I challenge you to a game of
5: horseshoes. A game of horseshoes! Now I see the importance of history. Why my people be in the mess that they be. Many journeys to freedom made in fame. by brothers on the corner playing ghetto games. I ask you, Lord, why you enlighten me without the enlightenment of all my folks. Instead, cause I set myself on a quest for truth and you were set to quench my thirst, but I am still thirsty. Lord, allow me to drink some more. He said what I am searching for. are the answers to all which are in front of me. The ultimate truth started to get blurry. For some strange reason, it had to be. It was all a dream about Tennessee. Take me to.
9: Can't get enough of that phone
6: try to play a superstar that's hollow because if these kids don't go buy our records we'll be haspins and plus naked so we owe them so pull out your pen sign an autograph you might make a new friend you just get your boys to bring the noise and just swing it and party people in the house sing it yeah. Swing a hot dog, doc, no butt, F-love, but Dinky Fish and chips with the hippie, hippie, hips Before the tune ends, give me some lips <sighs> Sanity, Crystal, my niece And Lady Kazam, my homegirl, peace And leave the guns and have fun Ow! And oh yeah, sing! Chubb Rock jumps upon the scene with a lane and a hardcore dream The dream wasn't crafted to be pornographic Decency started from the crib plus kids Don't need to hear all of that on a rap The strength of my vibe placed Chubs on the map cause authority Seniority goes forth me my staff gives autograph plus give enough flavs Reap my might heed my sight I definitely lead your right just treat me right peace
4: from me, myself, and I. Myself and I.
10: Bet I get the storybook. Y'all tucked in? Here we go. Once upon a time not long ago, when people wore pajamas and lived life slow, where laws were stern and justice stood, and people were behaving like they ought to good, there lived a little boy who was misled by another little boy, and this is what he said. Me and you tonight, we're gonna make some cash, robbing old folks and making the dash. Ran up the stairs up to the top floor Opened up a door there Guess who we saw? Who? Dave the dope fiend Shooting dope Who don't know the meaning of water Nor soap He said I need bullets Hurry up run The dope fiend brought back a spanking shotgun He went outside But there was cops all over Then he dipped into a car A stolen over Raced up the block doing 83 Rashed into a tree near university Escaped alive, though the car was battered rat a tat and all the cops scattered Ran out of bullets and he still had static Grabbed the pregnant lady and pulled out the automatic Pointed at her head, he said the gun was full of lead He told the cops, back off, for honey, here's dead Deep in his heart, he knew he was wrong So he let the lady go and he starts to run on uh-huh. Sirens sounded, he seemed astounded And before long, the little boy got surrounded He dropped his gun, so went the glory And this is the way I have to end this story he was only, one in a madman's dream The cop shot, the kid to still hear him scream This ain't funny, so don't you dare laugh huh? Just another case about the wrong path huh? Straight and arrow, are your soul cast Good night Knock him out the box, Talk Knock him out, Rick Ooh, boy, that Uncle the is really Rick. weird Knock him out, Crumbs.
3: America is essentially a dream. It is a dream of a land where men of all races, of all nationalities and of all creeds can live together as brothers. We hold these truths to be self-evident that all men are created
9: news bad news is all the news you'll ever see the rich getting richer while the poor still live in poverty and shame i don't understand why you can't lend a helping hand to another man who is your brother man times must change now here's the plan let's make this land a better What is it? Better to do than to rap, And the things that we do make it a better I pray, hold the Lord to God and see me through the very next day. Although I often wonder why, our parents, they cry. Ladies and gentlemen, the most exciting thing you've ever done live
5: Excuse me, Dougie friend. Yes! Have you ever seen a show with fellas on the mic with woman in? rock?
9: It's me, a better known as the Master G I'm fucking them squads, sense the danger When they're stung by the Rappin' Ranger Had a little talk with my medicine man He said, get them squaws fast as you To all you girls who wanna join my tribe Just move to my rhythm and feel my fire. Put up a fuss in the end you'll agree But when you come inside, my TV As I said before, you can sense the danger When you're stung about the Rappin' Ranger with Silver and I take a ride All you teams better step aside I stay the squaws, then run away Super is what I'll say. Just rock it out, finger poppin' it till the break of dawn, keep it rockin' like the stuff that we call me. What's that? How about popcorn? You just hip a hop dip a bop a bang the book, you're you want gonna boogie again. You can put me to the test at your request, i rock you out of your moccasins. Kimo Sala got down, took off his mask, he kicked off the shoes and did the monster mash. Tonto came along, saw what was happening, his head began to bop and his foot, started to pat and go slam. Dunk, the who with the mic is how my smoke signals work they were jamming off a record that said it best now what you hear is not a test
5: In fact, no, brother, man, here, have two Two dollars means a snack for me But it means a big deal to you Be strong, serve God only Know that if you do, beautiful heaven awaits Ask to pull my rope for the first time I saw a man with no clothes, no money, no plate Mr. Wendell, that's his name no one ever knew his name, cause he's a no-one Never thought twice about spending on an old bum Until I had a chance to really get to know one Now that I know him, to give him money isn't charity He gives me some knowledge, I buy him some shoes And I think blacks spend all their money on big colleges Still most of y'all come out confused Go ahead, Mr. Wint yeah. yeah. Go ahead, Mr. Wim. the window has freedom, a free that you and I think is dumb to be without the worries of quick to dis society for Mr. Wendell's a bum his only worries are sickness and an occasional harassment by the police in their chase uncivilized we call him but I just saw him eat off the food we waste civilization are we really civilized? yes or no who are we to judge when thousands of innocent men could be brutally enslaved or killed over a racist grudge Mr. Wendell has tried to warn us about our ways but we don't hear him talk is it his fault when we've gone too far and we got too far cause on him we've walked Mr. Window, a man, a human in flesh, but not by law. I bid you dignity to stand with pride. Realize that all in all, you stand tall. Go ahead, Mr. Window.
11: sunshine. In the sunshine
7: club, women in the house getting drunk, fighting, fussing and busting, it open. had to change the channel, cuz this little Kevin on the scope. we could watch something better, I'm hoping, so I turned the channel over to Real Housewives, and I wonder what we on, the bougie-ness, the bickering, look at others, as teons, NBA housewives, and fighting, and you know, women are surrounded by rumors like Club Nouveau, single ladies seem like, all the things that women would complain that men did, but the situation's reversed, looking at the TV, I feel like in a curse, Go on the internet, and I'm Worse. some young ladies showing their body on world star eye candy of the week freaking hoping and seeking to find a ball player a rapper a hustler to live comfortable whatever happened to being like claire huxtable first we have to love ourselves to escape the mayhem so many unhappy with the bodies that god gave them then you sweep it up silicone stick it up nose job botox it's like getting new shoes how you keep it true look in the mirror and it ain't you hypnotized by perception monkey see monkey do being married was a roof to keeping our families together but now with distorted divorce is common as ever and i'm not I'm being modest when I tell you you're a goddess, a queen straight away from a throne, look what it got us, As men we hate to admit it, but we're stranded without you, we act wrong, but a good woman is our backbone.
5: Sweet like a Reese's, but seeing friends lies when they crumble into pieces. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not happy about it. They know that I was on the path with them just a second ago. We were inseparable, then I dropped out it. I wish they followed the same path as me. What used to be up is now just you be in every way. I'm defying the gravity and I'm flying like a bird. And I used to be on the curb, chilling hard around the way. And had the babies on the way, had the ladies with the purse open, begging for the baby Cause they had the open legs and rose to abortions, courtesy of me. I used to be sleep now, so you be a soul full of big i'm So loose leaf, ooh la la. I we, we I say Muhammad Ali. Yo, I made the right up up, but on the up and up, I got much further to go to where my dough is up and up. Let's keep it up. in a way it's a bird, it's a plane AD came in this game and said it's not a game at all We not into games at all and we not into fame at all Made our own lane, you grown and up inside a mall When you gon' grow up and really own up to it all I used to be just a rebel without a cause Breaking so many laws with my mind down in my drawers Now I'm raising two kids, I'm defined by the car Like a car, my engine too revved up to stall Some try so hard to be down but But it can't hold up, so we moving on up They call this somebody eh? like we up Cause of luck, they don't understand Getting the weight off, they stuck who in here is down, we're getting on up My people are down, so I can never shut up For those up to it It's all up to us To reach back to the lower class and make them hey. Keep it up a crust Come up